What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles. And, of course, it's been a little while since my last podcast, but hey, fuck it. What are you going to do when you, uh, you know, have life hit you in right between the eyes? But don't we all, right? Yeah, I had this uh, realization today that no matter what, you, you never know what's going on in a person's life. You know what I mean? Your best day could be somebody's worst day, and vice versa. So you just never know what the hell's going on in someone's life. And no matter what you do, no matter how many kind acts you do, you can't avoid the evil. The evil within, the evil in the world. Unless you want to live in a cave. However, you know, I don't have a high tolerance level for bullshit anymore. Especially people close to me. And, you know, there there is a, such a thing in this world that if you're by people that are just rotten, they rot you. No matter how much love and kindness you show them, no matter what you do for them, they'll poison you because they are poison. And I know it's human nature to want to help people, right? Be good, show them compassion. What would Jesus do? Act as if he does. Well, I'm not Jesus. So, and if I'm judged for that when I die, so be it. I've come to the conclusion that this life is far too short to let people rob you of your joy in the present moment. And there animosity towards you is their own hate towards themselves that they project onto you. What are you talking about, Matt? Just things in general. Walt Disney must die. <laughs> like the Disney entity. It is blatantly obvious that they are not even hiding it anymore that they want to, you know, try to fuck up your kid's head. And, you know, that was a hard one to let go of because the way I look at it is it's it's always been fucked up, right? You can go back to Disney, and I think it got really fucked up after Disney actually died. When he was around, you got to allow for a little bit of evil, right? It can't be all good, and it can't be all evil. There's got to be both. And the way I believe evil works is that it infiltrates something that's good. You know, Walt Disney started out, not inherently bad, because if you watch some of the old farming cartoons, things like that, there's a good moral in it, good lesson. Now the fairy tale stuff is bullshit, like uh, you know the happily ever after, Magic Kingdom, it's all bullshit. Now I don't know if he was using good magic or bad magic, but you know when you watch Pin- Pinocchio, you know the Pleasure Island with the boys. I mean it was obvious what they were talking about, but they weren't insinuating it. You know what I mean? Like a new Disney. There's that new movie, uh, what's it called? Just Red or Seeing Red or something like that, and it's just awful. And this imagery and these programs are so in into our daily society that it's really on parents to just 
not give in to that and protect their children. But you know what? Nobody gives a fuck. You know what I see most parents do? They'll shove their kid right in front of that goddamn screen, plug on the movie Frozen, and say, there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. You know, there used to be a show, you know, Veggie Tales, that was all about God stories and stuff, biblical things. And even that show is full of shit. You know, it. I saw an episode earlier today, at the end of it, literally written in one of the scenes, it's like three penises ejaculating. And you think I'm crazy. Well, what episode was that? Um, <sighs> something about building, right? Where Bob the Little Tomato's a builder. And if, you know, people are like, oh, the Christians will be like, oh, let's watch this, let's watch this show. Because it's good, because it teaches lessons. I go, it's infiltrated in corruption. You know, Christianity now in America is fucked. It isn't what people... You can't you can't adhere to a book and only like apply it when necessary. That's not how you that's not a belief system. That's a I go with the flow while things are going the way I want them to until they're not. In other words, uh bullshit. <laughs> uh, bullshit. So yeah, VeggieTales has infiltrated. Walt Disney's just blatantly coming out with that recent video of uh, a bunch of executives sitting there saying how queer they're making everything. Like, just throwing it out there. And people are like, whoa, what about the gays? Guys, it's a matter of choice, right? They're going after your children to destroy your families, okay? And it's a hard one for me to let go. Like I said, I grew up on Disney. You watched all the movies. Me and my sisters have a lot of fond memories of the movies, but that's the problem. Those memories are all infiltrated by television. You know, movies, TV shows, cartoons. And it sucks because I enjoyed them at one point. I really did. I had a... I enjoyed it. You know, like Sword in the Stone. I tried to watch that the other day, and I realized even that's full of shit. You got this little wiener kid... And some crotchety old man wizard comes over there and starts infiltrating that kid's life and programming him using magic and cheating. He even blatantly says, I'm going to cheat with magic. It's like, okay, it's just a funny story, man. I go, no, 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 you don't understand the message that it carries, folks. In all these stories, there's a message. And some would say that it's about an underdog kid who... You know, becomes king and blah, 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 blah. Nope. It's about a horny pervert, Merlin, coming in there. Trying to corrupt some scrawny kid. Because the reality of the situation is that kid is weak. And in the real world, he doesn't survive without cheating and magic. Brain, uh, was it Brains over brawn? They even say that in there. That's what the nerds say. Right? And here we are in nerd world, making everything gay and soft. I'm not... Like I said, I'm not holding ill will here. I'm telling you like it is. If you let your children watch Disney at this point, you're a horrible parent. You're probably the same parent that masked them and thought it was okay and it was going to take two weeks to flatten the curve. Two years at this point. And uh, now you, you, you get to live with that. So you know what? It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what I say. You can, you can take the words that are coming out of my mouth, but you know I'm right. I'm not lying to you. And uh, you get to live with that. So I realized, especially today, that you have no idea, no idea what people are going through at that current moment. 
And you know what? It's not so bad. Sometimes I welcome death. You know? It's not so bad. Like, if you're going to live a miserable life, why are you here anyway? Why would you want to make other people's lives around you miserable? Because you want things. And you know what? It's our, it's our selfish world. The Western world is just full of selfish fucks. I'm one of them. You know, I'm not going to lie and pretend like I don't do selfish things. I do. I do. Selfish things. I, I like being a lone wolf and being away from the pack. Why? Because the pack is retarded half the time. The pack will get you killed. The pack will make you do stupid shit. But, yeah, don't let your kids watch Disney, man. Or VeggieTales. Things that even seem like they're innocent and cute, they're not. They're fucking up your kid's head. They shouldn't be watching any screens. You know, let the kid play outside and make his own decisions. You know, that's what you're supposed to let him do for the first 12 years of life. You're supposed to protect them, prepare them for life, and then let them experience shit. Not shove them in front of the goddamn smartphones and computers and TVs and let that teach your children, because that's what it's going to do. And it puts images in your head, folks. It puts images in your head. When I was six, seven years old, I was playing house with my neighbor. Why did I think that at six? I, it wasn't like a sexual thing, but we were like trying to kiss and stuff like that and take clothes off at six, seven years old. Who does that? That's what we were doing in first grade. Oh, we all showed each other our wee-wees. Yeah, but where did that come from? Other than, I don't know, TV, movies, imagery, things like that. Things you think are innocent, but then just throw that in your mind, and all of a sudden you're thinking about it. It's all mind control warpingness. You know, if you just really pay attention to the world, it's really simple. Look outside, watch the weather. Today it's windy as hell. <laughs> a little chilly out. But that's reality. You're worried about how am I going to pay for things? I saw this great meme today. It's just a guy's face, and then uh, he's talking to a monkey. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you the meme, you know. It's just hilarious, because yeah, it goes, it says this, it says, I have to go to work every day, he's talking to a monkey, and the, the monkey's like, I don't. And he goes, fair enough, but you also don't have any money. And he goes, neither do you. <laughs> Talk about, like, truth upon truth, right? You don't have any money, even if you have money, because you're worried about how you're going to spend your money, how you're going to save your money, because the money's what gets everything in this world. And there's the argument of it being a tool to get you things. And you know what? Nah, it's a, yeah, it's a tool to keep you enslaved. You gotta let go, man. And for me, it's let go and let God. I know that sounds crazy. I grew up Catholic. I hated all my catechism. But, you know, despite the pedophilia that ruled, <laughs> that went through the Catholic Church, at least they actually talked from the book they believed in, you know? Every man's accountable for his own actions, you can't throw away that and say it's the church. It's the man in the church. You know, just like it's the guy in the office who's an asshole, not the office itself. Do you understand? It's the, how you look at that. And a lot of folks will just throw it all out together, dismiss everything. And guys, there's good and evil within all of us. You can be just as evil. You just haven't been tested yet. You haven't been pushed to the point where somebody draws it out of you. But it's there. For me, I like to just embrace it, but I honestly don't want it to come out all the time because, eh, you know, in my mind, I'll drown people in my invisible river and my invisible pillow because it just annoys me. I'm tired of the world. I'm not going to lie. This isn't a despair moment podcast. I'm just telling you, like, I'm just sick of it. Two years of nonsense and we go right back to it and people are like, why is inflation going up? 
Why are my gas prices going up? My insurance went up. Yeah, because your fucking coward ass couldn't even say no to putting a mask on your children. That's why. And now you get to suffer the consequences. And don't be attached to the world, man. Who cares? I'm going to die anyway. So die with some dignity and grace. And if you're so fearful, why are you afraid, right? Why be afraid of something that happens to all of us? I think living is far more painful than death. Death is easy. Oh, you don't know what happens? You go to heaven? You go to hell? You repent for your sins? I think you can make heaven or hell today. And it just depends on how you look at it. And with that being said, you need to cut the people out of your life. I understand divorce today. I don't agree with it. I think it's terrible to break up parents, especially when you got kids already. Because they grew up all fucked up. And their example of a good family, mom and dad broke up and now stepmom's here and stepdad's here. Now I got, you know, blended families and everything's great. No, that's fucking awful. (laughs) Anybody that says it's great, you're full of shit and you're probably on Xanax or some other kind of antipsychotic, antidepressant or anything just to keep you uh, going each day because, you know, you need to have your mood stabilized. I don't care. I don't care. No, people have to, someone has to tell you the truth. Someone has to tell you the truth that taking all that shit is wrong. Someone has to tell you the truth that if you don't already know it, taking a pill ain't going to fix you. Those mood stabilizers ain't going to fix you. They'll mail you out for a little while, but eventually you'll probably want to take a fucking gun to your head and blow your brains out. Yeah. Good riddance. You would really just don't want to live through pain in life. You would just rather be docile and coast through it. And that's the truth. And you know what? I've, I've thought about that too. But as a man, I have to remain uh, active and I just show up. That's my whole thing in life now. I don't give a fuck anymore. I just show up. I'm just there. I don't anticipate things because there's something about everyone and every person in this world that eventually just piss me the fuck off. And that's on me if I get pissed. It's on me, not those people. If I allow them, anybody to get inside my head to anger me, guess whose fault that is? It's mine. It ain't theirs. It's not that. It's not theirs. It's mine. So, but there are people that don't need to be in your life if they're a rotten fruit, man. Your whole crop is gonna rot if you keep one rotten fruit and you don't throw it away. And sometimes that does mean divorce. I understand it. I think I I get it. I don't like I said. I don't condone it. I don't think it's the best, but if you've been going years and nothing's changing and it's just constant hell, yeah, get divorced. It's financially dumb and it makes men weaker every time they do it because the courts are in favor of the women. And that's just a fact. doesn't matter how hard you work, Dad, because it's literally how evil infiltrates. It infiltrates families and destroys them by thinking it's a good idea to go have a bunch of paperwork signed at a courthouse rather than deal with your shit and let families deal with things internally, which is how it should be done. Now we got to bring in everyone else who has an outside opinion of the things going on at that exact moment, but they have no idea what led up to that fucking incident. Nothing. You don't know anybody's history. You know, the other thing, too, is fuck old people. (laughs) Fuck old people. What do you mean by that, Matt? I go, what I mean by that is every time people see an old person, they just automatically assume how sweet they are. They're so wonderful because they're old. I go, 
You have no idea who that person was and is. You don't know. Oh, because they smile and said, hey, Jeffrey, good morning. Oh, he's such a sweet old man. He's a fucking asshole. And he'll flip on you and talk shit behind your back when you ain't in the room. He's a piece of shit and he has been for the last 70 years. Okay, you don't know old people, folks. Don't patronize them, you know. Go by with what people do, you know, in the now. Whatever they're doing today, pay attention. And then you'll see the patterns of how they actually are. I don't give a shit about what they did 50 fucking years ago. They ain't the same person. It's about what you do today. And what you do today is all that matters. So don't worry about the past. Don't carry guilt and shame for the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Old people suck. (laughs) Not all of them. My grandfather was a legend. I'm talking about the despairing ones that are like, they just need to go. (laughs) You know? I believe, and you know, this might seem like I'm cold, callous, and I don't care. I actually do care. But I also know when it's time to just let things go. Like if you keep your dog, right, past its prime, past its age of good quality of life, and you're just holding on because you don't want to go through the pain of letting go and putting that dog down. The dog can't walk. It shits everywhere. It pisses its carpet. You got to carry him outside. Okay? It's constantly doing that dog hack. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's doing that. And you're sitting there going, I don't want to let go of little, little bingo. You're selfish. And that dog's suffering. It wants you to kill him. You know? And I'm not saying kill people. <laughs> kill your old people. However, I don't think there... You know, that Dr. Kevorkian assisted suicide shit. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Honestly. I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, You know what? My quality of life sucks. I don't want to be here. Give me some morphine. I'm going to go and go to sleep. I think that's okay. I think you should have a right to end your life whenever you want to. Oh, God, man. It's illegal. Suicide's a big problem. Call the hotline. (sighs) Anybody who argues this really hasn't thought it through. And I'm not talking to you because you're retarded. And you, right now, are probably sitting in your home looking at your phone with a mask on, watching porn and masturbating. So I don't want to hear from you. You deal with that first and then come talk to me. I'm saying if your quality of life sucks, you can't get go to the bathroom anymore, you got to have people change a diaper, and you're 86, it's time to go. You want to know how I know? I'm going through it right now, watching my fiance's grandparents, living with them and taking care of them. They're not pleasant all the time, guys. They're sweet, but they're not pleasant. And it's a great example of watching how, in life, you can let resentment build up for 70 fucking years and never deal with it and still hang on and think you're in control in the end. Guess what, folks? None of us are in control. Not you, not me, not anybody. You're not in control of anything. And even when you think you are and you think you got shit straightened out, you don't. It couldn't be further from the truth. You have zero power. So do I. But we like to think so in our culture, right? Because, ah, we... We, we got some stuff, we, uh, we got a, a promotion, we drive a nice car, uh, people say, I like what you say, 
yeah, you have no power. There's only influence in this world, and it's good and evil, and it influences us all. Which one are you leaning towards today? You watch If you're watching Disney, you know, and I say this not out of malice, but literally with love, because I don't want to see my son grow up and go with the fucked up shit that I did. He'll be his own man. He'll live his life, but there's things that I, if I'm aware of how bad it is, and I put him in front of that, guess who's that? That's on. It's on me. And if you do that as a parent, you put your kids on there and think, oh, it's just, it's just silly games. It's just silly fun. You're setting yourself up and you're setting your child up for some horrible realizations in life. And then you're going to wonder why they need uh, the medication or these stupid bipolar disorders. They're not real, guys. It's bullshit. It, it's literally been programmed to make you think that's the way, and then they get you on the medication, and it's so hard to get off the medication, you kind of do want to kill yourself, and some people even fucking do. And they don't seem to see the truth in it, and that, to me, is what's really sad in this world. Not seeing the truth of the power in those pills and those medications that you think are helping you, but God, they're only hindering you more. And here's the thing, even if you're a straight edge and you don't do any drugs or alcohol, you could still be an asshole. <laughs> it's not just these pills and medications. That's the tip of the iceberg. If you're on that, you're going to spend a long time trying to get off of it. Even if you're not on any of that. So many other demons out there. All the time. And it makes me just go, you know, I don't want to be here. I get tired of trying because I just see everything in this world just spiraling into hell and there's nothing I could do about it see I'm powerless over how things go I could just point things out show up each day and hope for the best get up each morning be grateful for the day and that's it and like I said this isn't a despair rant this is just I'm tired I'm tired and you know divorce makes sense I get it I get why people can't go the long haul. And even if you go the long haul, that doesn't mean shit. My parents weren't good examples of a couple that, um, you know, led the way as far as relationships go. They stayed together. They've been, my parents have been married 45 years this year. However, they were not, you know, they fought in front of us. They yelling and throwing and that shit stays with you. And I'm not saying everybody does that. I'm just saying what my experience was as a kid. And I know 100% that affected me. And trying to not do that, but yet have no control over other people that do it, you know, I, I can remove my son and that myself from those situations. And because I don't want to be that way. And I can be better than I am. But you know what? Bad fruit is contagious. It'll, uh, it'll poison your crop. It'll poison you if you're too close to it for too long, you know? You, you know, you rub poison ivy on you, you're going to get it. So you have to decide, I guess, maybe I'm not going in the poison ivy field anymore. It's going to be a hard decision, just like anything in life, right? Being painful. Pain's what we don't want. We'd rather be comfortably miserable. You know, comfortably miserable. Rather than go through the just the, the pain of loss, change, letting go. 
I mean, I've let go uh, just no television. And it's just like, I don't even want to watch it anymore. Just like, even watching a little bit of TV shows just makes me go build up resentment. And I don't want to build up resentment because I see how fake it is. It's not how the world works. It's just entertainment. No, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'd rather be living in a forest in a broke down shack, broke and full of joy than rich and miserable with people that just tear me down every day. Because I don't deserve it. I don't. I think in my life, I've atoned enough for my mistakes in my past. So it really is a decision in your life. If you want to go through the pain, make that hard choice. Don't fucking sit there if you're miserable. Fuck it. There's better things out there. There's better experiences to be had. Our society's going to go down and crash and burn anyway, but it doesn't mean you got to crash and burn with it. It's a good thing. It needed to die. To be reborn, you have to die. And I don't mean go kill yourself, fucking people. You, people just, they don't listen to what you say. And that's really what's awful. People, you, you could say stuff and they're like, so what you're saying is, and then they hear, they just take it in their own head and mull it over because nobody listens. You want to the key to like a, a true amount of peace in this world is listen to other people. And when you listen, you'll actually be able to respond to them in a way that is far more useful than, let me tell you what I think about stuff. And you know, I'm just, I'm tired, guys. I am tired. I know that God don't want you to be miserable or live with ah, I know life's hard but it doesn't have to be miserable it's painful very and at times a little bit unbearable but this too shall pass this too shall pass so the takeaway from this podcast is don't always think every old person you come across is sweet little old gammy. Um, a lot of the time, they're assholes. And they deserve to be in that assisted living home. <clears throat> you know, I used to think... <laughs> I used to think, I'm like, oh, you hear stories about, oh, those assisted living homes are so bad, they treat the older, elderly like, 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 not good. They treat them terribly. I go, maybe they deserved it. You know, if you're going to be an asshole to people... And even if you're old, you should be grateful that someone's taking care of you. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the piece of... Maybe you're the problem. Maybe you're the piece of shit. You know? Maybe you should have dealt with seven years of resentment. You thought you could just have Sunday brunches with your church friends and then come home and not have any consequences. But guess what? It catches up to all of us, even at the moment of your death. You'll face it. I know that sounds morbid and crazy, and maybe you're not even understand what I'm talking about, but you will one day. So, yeah, don't pedestal anybody. Never, if people can't be straight with you, honest, they don't need to be in your life. Who cares about feelings? 
be honest. You know, I respect it when someone tells me to go fuck, fuck off. I go, all right, now you're being honest with how you feel. You know, rather than like, oh, I just, I don't, you know, get that resentment out. It's great. It's good for you. It's good for you. The more you vent it out, the better you are. And this world needed a cleansing. You know, and these last two years, I think we know it got a cleansing, guys. And if you're still holding on to something, you're very wrong. And you're only going to hurt yourself more by holding on. So let go of it. Let go. Let God. I don't mean go to church and start, you know, I, I don't even know. I just know in my life, things that have unfolded have unfolded the way they needed to unfold. But then ultimately, everything comes down to you and decisions on a day-to-day basis. So what are you going to do? Choose heaven or choose hell? Choose heaven or choose hell. Don't take yourself too seriously.